0: Hey guys, welcome back to an episode of uh, the Swift Start Podcast where we talk about everything Amazon and everything from private label, wholesale, and and beyond really. And so for this episode, we're going to be talking about 10 reasons on why your brand actually needs to be on Amazon. and especially now in 2022 uh we've seen the uh the COVID 19 pandemic subside a little bit and we've seen a massive shift on how consumers are shopping and at the center of that is amazon and and that's it's a huge huge business that uh your brand just needs to take a slight piece of the pie and you can be you can be adding at least 10 to 15 percent to your bottom line so you're not going to want to miss this episode stick around we're getting right right into it
1: Welcome to the Swift Startup Podcast. All right, welcome to episode two of the Swift Startup Podcast, where we talk everything Amazon and everything you need to know to be successful in Amazon. As usual, it's me, Marty, and that's Jeff. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> and we're here in our respective cities in in Canada uh, and drinking How a beer. It? What do
0: you? How the uh, how the are the Flames playing tonight? By chance? No, they
1: they played last night. Just another uh, six goal win.
0: Oh, another two points. That's good. I think mm-hmm. the uh, I think the Oilers are are uh, are playing tonight too. I haven't really seen. For those who don't know, me and Marty are about three hours away. Um, but in terms of rivalry, we couldn't be uh, further apart. Uh, we both like the complete arch arch nemesis of each other for for teams so
1: (laughs) yeah maybe we should eventually turn this podcast into like a uh amazon e-commerce podcast slash uh trash talk nhl podcast slash fantasy football podcast
0: i'm totally okay with just talking about like i think everyone likes sports to some degree i mean like whether it's we're talking about hockey or we're talking about ping pong, like I think someone's <laughs> gonna relate to that probably. So <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> and I'm, to be honest with you, I'm getting pretty good at ping pong now with that table in our office. I will oh, say man. that I'm probably the reigning champion. Uh, I, I, you know, really, I'm waiting for someone to try to give me an actual like uh, uh, competitive. Uh, give me a run for my money, me- maybe. <laughs> well,
1: I'm I'm not your man for ping pong but uh i'll definitely take you on when it comes to foosball We got a, a deck there in the office too and that's that's more my sport
0: oh yes we we, we do have that as well here and uh <laughs> don't mind me i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into uh cracking cracking a beer here yeah uh, <laughs> what are you yeah, drinking a, it's called there's no place like home and hmm. it's got four cute dogs at the bottom It's uh, from a local brewery here, Alley Cat. So, again, obviously, you know, Edmonton's better, of course. And Mm -hmm. um, I got it with the the thought that dude didn't get out enough today when I was at the office. And so, you know, I figured I'd have this on his behalf, um, you know, knowing he would probably have it if uh, he was in my position, too. Cool.
1: Well, I am going to crack a Wild Rose Brewery. uh, It's kind of a summer ale called the Ponderosa Gosa. Uh, it's a Tropical Gosa, and it's uh, got some passion fruit in it, and it's uh, a really yummy beer.
0: What is a Tropical Gosa?
1: It's uh, it like I said, it's it's, uh, it's a, let me read what it says here. It's uh, irresistible, refreshing wheat beer brewed with passion fruit, salt, and coriander.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> That's a it's, mouthful. That seems, I don't even know where you get that from. That sounds it's, like you... Uh, so, like, you probably bought that off some, like, private person off the street, probably. <laughs> <Wild> <laughs> you probably made pretty... that in your basement, actually. Yeah, I,
1: I just have a big jug back here, and I just toss the random stuff in that's left over from dinner time. So, <laughs> uh, just this week, it happened to be coriander and salt.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, right. what are we talking about today here?
1: We are talking about uh, kind of a... a, a overarching reasons why you need to be selling on Amazon. I know uh, many of the people that we've been talking to uh, in the last year, they're they are uh, established brands who have um, significant sales on their Shopify side or or whatever whatever else they're doing, retail or whatever. Um, but then lots of them that we're talking about, they don't, you know, they shy away from Amazon. It, it seems that, you know, it's kind of the 1,000 pound elephant in the room and they don't really wanna have to work with it. So we're here. Um, We've written up ten reasons between you and I, Jeff, and I think we should just go through this list and kind of talk about each one.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I'm I'm ready to jump into it as ready as everyone else, and uh, let, let's get started here with them.
1: Awesome. Um, well, let's go right into reason number one, and the reason number one is, uh, I mean, quite frankly, uh, I'm. Are you aware that we're living through a pandemic right now?
0: Uh, no, I. You know what? Actually, I was. Um... I, I just woke up and uh, I kind of figured that it, everything was normal. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's definitely definitely been a huge shift in how people have, have, have shopped since, since the pandemic hit, hey?
1: Yeah, $26 trillion in new sales over the last two years uh, online shopping. Um, and it also accounts for 20% decrease in foot traffic into stores. I mean, with all the lockdowns and everything else going on in uh, in the world, more people are, are becoming comfortable with shopping online. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw all kind of different, you know, options pop up, I think. And I mean, they're still coming and there's still, you know, at one point it was curbside pickup was all the rage yep. for a little bit there. And then um and and then they would actually a lot of times companies will actually drop it off for you now too i mean like it, outside of just almost like a normal delivery they'll just like hand deliver it to you too which i found really interesting um for some of those local companies out here too and um yeah it was it was interesting for probably about a year on what happened and how we were like people and primarily those brick and mortar companies were trying to you know cope with with people moving online and them trying to grab a piece of that pie and not really sure what's the best way. And, you know, it it was kind of like getting thrown into a deep end of it.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, talking about delivery and and some changes in, like, not only customer behavior but also seller behavior, I'm pretty sure if you really tried hard, you could get a uh, wheat beer brewed with passion fruit, salt, and coriander delivered right to your door if you really wanted
0: I'm sure you could actually. Better yet, you should just probably make in your basement. But I'm, I'm sure your wife wouldn't be happy about that. Actually.
1: <laughs> so with the massive shift, that's reason number one. Reason number two is uh, Amazon is obviously the biggest marketplace in the world when it comes to online e-commerce. Um, it's got a low, low, low bar of entry for any brands that want to come and sell on it. So um, for Amazon.com, it's thirty-nine ninety-nine a month, um, and you know amazon is that, does is
0: that us or is that is that Canadian? yeah that
1: that's american for amazon.com i believe canada is 29.99 isn't it it's 10 bucks cheaper uh, in
0: canada yeah i believe i believe it is i believe it is they just want to get people on here up in canada it's uh it's a yeah. bit of a wasteland up here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, but us two Canucks, we definitely uh, dive into Amazon.com more, where it's thirty nine ninety nine, and then Amazon just takes a referral fee. Usually, it's about fifteen percent of all your products sold. There are definitely other. Uh, Amazon takes their pound of flesh around every corner, and any seller knows that it's. Uh, um, you 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 get your payment at every second week, and you look at it, and you're like, "Why is this five percent lower than I expected it to be?" It's because, well, because Amazon.
0: Oh, I can say that uh, that referral fee definitely takes a chunk out of, uh, definitely takes a chunk out of re- your revenue. The, you don't really notice that professional selling fee. Really, the procession- professional selling fee, guys, is is basically the pay to play. It's you yep. basically need to be paying them the forty dollars a month, even just if you even want to be a remotely successful Amazon seller. Um, it asks you to access to the professional account, basically access to. Um, a ton of different benefits, basic level benefits. I don't know how much of you those ones you know, Marty, but um, mm-hmm. that should make make you successful or even be prepared to be successful as an Amazon seller. Um,
1: but Jeff, do I have to pay for extra add on apps?
0: Uh, no, you don't actually. Well, but there is going sound to be <laughs> uh, <laughs> off the record. No, <laughs> did not. <laughs> oh, but. No, and I mean that's and the, thing, the great thing about about Amazon, especially for all, for all the listeners here who, who've mastered Shopify or, or WooCommerce or any kind of D2c thing, is I think we all know the idea of having to get in you know a, a billion plugins to do anything you want from you know abandoned cart messages to spin the wheel um, discounts to you know uh, any kind of uh, shipping security for your customers on, on their shipments uh you know with amazon everything is all in and so it's definitely you know uh, it takes this pound of flesh but once you pay your fee up front you're not paying anything more and and ultimately guys i think as anyone from coming from that d to c space is going to know is traffic is king and if you're if you've got the traffic it doesn't really matter what you're selling you can probably sell it if you've got the eyes in front of it someone's going to buy it likely and and that's what amazon is it's a massive massive pool with tons of traffic and and really that 15% fee that you're paying is more or less your your their fee that they're taking from giving you the traffic. You're not having to spend all this money on these different A/B tests, on different types of campaigns necessarily, um, on different social contents to get that traffic to get track customers from your brand to the next. You're actually more or less the customers are there already. You're, at this point, you're just you're just paying for ad spend and trying to make your 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 photos look a little bit better. Um, so, mm-hmm. so that's where the fifteen percent fee is coming in and. It certainly does add up, but it um, depending on how successful you are at your D to C campaign, it, it may not be a bad option actually to, to, to jump in. Yep. So Yeah. So that was two reasons there we had. There was a low cost of entry and the and the first one was a you know, obviously the massive shift in consumer behavior. But uh jumping into reason three here is just the low cost of acquiring customers too. Uh, you know everyone who's coming from this d2c space knows the uh the cost to acquire a customer just keeps going up and up and you know that's especially if you have a, a non-novel product you're just trying to you know sell another stapler or, or sell another uh uh stretchy pants like a lululemon or <laughs> <Yeah>. lululemon's <laughs> big here in canada i think it's grown in the states quite a bit now too yeah. but <laughs> if you're trying to just if you're trying to get new customers, you're having to spend a lot, a lot of money to acquire customers, and a lot on creatives just to, to generate those campaigns to make your product look better uh, than your competitors. And, and of course, you're still playing by the rules of Facebook. You're still playing by the rules of TikTok and Google. Um, but with Amazon, actually, Amazon's seen the one of the smallest year-over-year uh, increases in ads ad spend cost uh across all platforms i think it's about 96% year over year which 96% doesn't sound great let's start with that but when you compare it to the almost 200% increase facebook has seen um you know it looks a heck of a lot better and and these are customers who already got their card loaded they've already got their address saved and they're ready to buy your product and so here you're seeing the lowest cost to acquire a customer and you're also seeing tons and tons of traffic. I think what, what 150 million people are prime customers in the United States. So that's half of the United States.
1: And I think I saw a stat somewhere that Amazon actually is like the fourth biggest search engine on the Internet. So, you know, it, it's not only uh, just a great place to sell your business, but it's it's just a massive search engine. So make sure that your products on there and ready to be found
0: speaking of search engines guys funny story but tiktok has actually just surpassed google as the number one domain in the world like that's how, that's why wow I, I think i think people should be really taking note here you know we're, we're talking about amazon we're talking about how great amazon is but you know don't scoff at tiktok i mean for all you guys who have brands out there we all know the rise in tiktok and what, what's going on there but uh it's a it's a fresh pool and it's a pool that it's got it's uh it's in its infancy still and it's going to be really really great for acquiring new customers and really developing your brand message and you know i think with that stat that just shows just how much the the actual platform has grown so side note um jump on tiktok if you're not on there too
1: um cool well that's three reasons we have now um Number four, do you want to talk? Let's talk a little bit about brand reputation and awareness too, because I think that's you know protecting and growing your brand reputation is uh, one of the biggest things to do on Amazon.
0: Reputation's everything. I mean, everyone knows yep. that, regardless of if you're on Amazon or not. Like your your reputation is what's going to sell your brand. It's the reason why you can sell your brand for, for fifty dollars, and your shittier looking competitor has to sell it for forty. Um, and I mean, this is no different on Amazon here and it's, uh, and the only difference here that we're, Amazon is adding here into growing your brand reputation and awareness is a trust that Amazon's built for itself. You know, what is it? I think Marty, I think it's 89 or 90% of buyers, uh, agree that they're most likely to buy from Amazon over other e-commerce sites. Yep. Correct. Yep. That's. That number is pretty large. That's ninety percent of people are willing to buy from Amazon first before your site. So yeah. so so they built that trust. They they customers know that they're gonna get the product. They know that they can return it if they don't like it. Um and and they know that they can leave you a bad review. They know they can probably get it for free if they leave you a bad review, to be honest. And um, it's got a huge 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 trust uh, from, from consumers and, and, and what that means is that if, if your brand is trying to grow and is trying to grow its customer base and, and prove to its customers that you're a quality quality product and a quality brand and most of the consumers that you're trying to attract are going to go on Amazon to see if your brand is there and if, and if your brand is there they might not even buy from Amazon, they might come back to your site and buy at your site, which you may ultimately want, but at least that Amazon, just that act of going to Amazon to see your brand is there, is gonna add trust to your brand, and it's likely gonna help with the conversion of the sale, you know, whether that happens back on your site, you probably won't be able to track it, but um, it likely has a factor, so.
1: Well, I'll go go one step further, and I've been talking uh, to a client, and they're in the, charm bead and charm bracelet category. And I think there's a a pretty dominant name in that branding category. Uh, Pandora, Jeff, you know Pandora? Oh, I know Pandora. (laughs) So Pandora has come out uh, publicly and said they will never sell on Amazon. But they are by far and away the number one player in that category. Um, You know, selling $3 million of sales a month in charm bracelets and charm beads. So even if brands don't want to be on Amazon, they're still on Amazon. So people, other people are out there selling their products, controlling their listings, um, you know, uh, uploading the copy and the images. So if your brand, even if your brand doesn't want to be on Amazon, well, somebody's gonna represent your brand on Amazon. So it's better to control the message, control the branding, and control the sales uh, yourself without having other people do it for you.
0: 100%, yeah. Actually, funny story about that, Marty. Uh, one One of my colleagues, he's in the wholesale business, and he actually sold Pandora for, I think it was two years, and wholesalers out there which is a lot of way a lot of times how people get their start into Amazon is wholesaling which for those of you don't know it's more or less just buying a product and selling it again Uh, and it's almost like arbitrage really and so which is getting harder and harder to do out there but there's still success can be found on certain strategies and um, he was a seller of Pandora for for a few years and they're one of the most aggressive uh, enforcers of their brand out there he would probably got at least 10 to 15 cease and desist letters um he got letters that were showing up at addresses that he hadn't even put on amazon uh, Wow! so so they they hunted him down and uh they were pretty ruthless so so um and they kicked him off but i mean you yeah. know, that just goes to show you how far some of these brands who are on amazon are going, willing to go to protect their brand yep. um and and it's important so um cool
1: <laughs> yeah, so let's move on to reason number five, and that's money, what everybody wants—more re- revenue, right? It cures all. So, um, as you, I stated earlier, uh, what is it? 100 million people in the U.S. have Prime. Is that right? 100. I think it's 150. Yeah, it's it's large. So um, like I said, it's the fourth largest search engine in the US. So um, just by going on there, just by having your items on there, um, there's people that are probably searching for your brands and your and your products out there. They might be doing it by name or by keyword, but by simply putting your product out there and doing some Basic PPC, you can get increased revenue pretty simply. We uh, we worked with one client before who did. They were a female female swimwear manufacturer, and they were they had no Amazon presence, uh, but they were a well known brand. And just by listing their items on Amazon without even laying a dollar of PPC costs out there, they went from zero to one hundred fifty thousand dollars in revenue a month, uh, just because people were searching them out and searching their brand. So it's it's out there, and you need to. Be able to uh, find those warm leads that are looking for your products, and and make sure they're buying your products and not your competitors' products.
0: Exactly, and I mean, you know, obviously, like who doesn't like more money? And and really, for a lot of people, what Amazon is is just another revenue stream. And in 2022, diversification of your revenue streams is probably one of the most important things, guys. And um, you know, whether you're crushing it already on Facebook or crushing it on 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 google shopping and your your own site and you're not on amazon that's not an excuse to not be on amazon get on amazon diversify where where you're gonna where where you're gonna put your products because you never know uh when one of these one of these uh one of these massive giants that we all basically depend on whether it's google facebook or uh, or Amazon is going to make a change that's going to really hurt your brand and, and you want it You want to be robust enough that you can still have other channels that are bringing in customers and and spreading your brand message and um, The great thing is a lot of times customers who are on Amazon are not necessarily the customers who are going to be buying on Facebook or Buying from your site, and so you don't necessarily have a huge amount of crossover either um, so yep. I would say probably at least Probably sixty percent or higher of that revenue that you're generating on Amazon is probably new revenue that you're finding too. You know, it's not, it's not revenue that you're taking away from your site, yeah. um, or from from Facebook or however else you're selling your products. If you're selling it from a garage, I, you know, I don't know kind of thing. But um, yeah, I, I mean,
1: <laughs> how many dollars are how are you spending on your brand? Everybody that's listening to this podcast needs to ask yourself that question: How much are you spending to 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 really aggressively push your brand? Because all of those dollars that you're spending on Facebook and and TikTok and Pinterest and other third party platforms, well, you're finding customers, but those customers are going, and then they're going to go to Amazon and they're going to search for your brand there. So make sure you're capturing those customers too.
0: Yeah, and what this is going to find, you know, for those really smart kind of like. Paid marketer guys who are listening or gals who are listening to this this podcast uh, is that you're gonna to want to compare obviously these these channels eventually and you're gonna to want to obviously see which ones are, are are giving you your biggest ROAS and ones that are you know having your lowest co- cost to acquire your customers on um, and then obviously you can spread your you can spread your ad spend your dollars out across appropriately but to start with uh, just like any other platform kind of feed the beast. Um, it's one of those classic types of uh, things that we say with Facebook, or we, you know, you're gonna see with TikTok, or um, even LinkedIn. That it's it's there's no necessarily hacking or gaming the system. There's definitely good strategies, and there's definitely bad strategies. But really, it's feeding the beast. It, you know your first ad campaign not might not be great. It might be pretty bad. Um, but make you turn it off is the first time you actually end up hurting your brand. So. So it's one of those things that you gotta be uh, always feeding the beast to, to continue to actually, you know, capitalize on. So yep, it's uh it's it's a crappy time while we live in in terms of ad paid ads. It's just gonna keep going up and up and up and um, Amazon I'd say is a king. Hey, Marty probably is shutting down black hat techniques out there of trying to skirt around ways of Getting your brand to win over customers, they want to make it the most level playing field where the only way to win is to pay them more money.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's so true. And they're they're always ahead of, well, if they find a problem, they shut it down pretty damn quick. So uh, we've seen rebates get shut down in the last little bit and um, fake reviews were shut down a couple of years ago. So they they want to keep it a level playing field.
0: Level playing field where they make all the money.
1: So yeah. Speaking of making money. the money, what's reason number six?
0: <laughs> uh, let's jump into the harnessing the power of their logistics system so this is something that i don't think gets enough love from amazon to be honest because the logistics is quite frankly not very sexy but um with over 185 global centers uh and 110 in the u.s alone amazon fulfills more than 2.5 billion packages a year um they have arguably the most robust and succinct re- logistics system that i, I think you're going to find like I, I really think they rival any of those massive giants that you think of when you think logistics really um and they're pro- likely better um they're quick and they understand exactly what it takes to be able to fulfill uh customer orders in, in a day same day you know or two days and that's and that was the biggest thing when amazon came up with your two-day shipping their their growth as a company skyrocketed ever since then do
1: you remember how mind-blowing that was when it came out what, it's like, hey, year, next you, day... What year that was? I don't even remember. Oh, man. I don't either... It was like
0: 2012 like or something like that. It, it was mind-blowing
1: to think that you were going to get it the next day.
0: Yeah, it is it's it is totally absurd. and I mean, you know, even even in 30 million people, we're still getting our stuff in two days. And um, it's even better when we go down to the States and you're getting in within three hours. That's like, that's that's mind-boggling, so
1: and then also the taking advantage of the logistics also with from a a multi-channel fulfillment point of view too is something that a lot of sellers either don't know about or don't take advantage of if you're selling on shopify or whatever woocommerce whatever uh online service you use and uh you have a tough time fulfilling your orders you can actually have amazon fulfill those orders for you it's through a program called Multi-Channel Fulfillment, and they just basically take an FBA fee. It's a few more pennies on top of what the regular FBA fee is. And you can even, for I think an extra 20 cents, make it a brown box uh, package too. So they'll your your product will be sent to them, not in the typical Amazon box, but just a brown box. <laughs> I don't box. know
0: if I trust that, but uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, Multi-Channel Fulfillment is great. We had a client of ours who actually, they're a cowboy hat manufacturer. And for those who know cowboy hats, they're big they, I mean, you see one, you definitely notice it. Um, and they they get damaged quite easily. And most of their customers were on the east coast of the United States, and they're in, they're on the west. And uh, they were they're just paying an arm and a leg to fulfill their items. And 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 what they ended up doing is they switched all their fulfillment to multi channel fulfillment. They were doing decent business with Amazon already beforehand. Uh, they decided, hey, let's switch our fulfillment for our own site to to Amazon, and they actually ended up saving fifteen percent. Uh, on their fulfillment uh, cost over the course of the entire year, so 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 huge savings. As we know, fulfillments you're always trying to it's black and white. You're trying to get the lowest cost, and uh, even the smallest changes can make a massive shift in your bottom line. So uh, this is something you're going to want to take advantage of for sure.
1: Amazon's got a ton of good products for sellers. I, I, and another one that a lot of sellers don't even know about is the ability to get uh, business funding. So uh, generally, if you are a seller with a good track record on Amazon and you're looking for capital to help build your uh, your your brand up, Amazon will offer you a very competitive rate to borrow money. Um, we've had one client where they did $400,000 in sales in 2020 and where Amazon enabled them to take out an $80,000 low interest loan and it, that allowed them to increase their inventory, increase their PPC and that allowed them to grow up to $3 million the following year. So, um, the ability to borrow money at a lower uh, competitive rate from Amazon is, is definitely something uh, that other marketplaces just don't offer.
0: No, you're, you're totally right. And, I mean, there's obviously tools out there that allow you to uh, to borrow money. There's you know the Brex card that, for those of you who don't know, offers 180 day terms instead of your classic 30 days to pay it off like most credit cards. And um, shout out to Brex, I guess uh, they don't are not sponsoring this video, but um, <laughs> there's a there's a there's a bunch of other you know fundings for those D 2 C kind of based companies, and it's getting friendlier. We all know that, but you know when it comes down to actually. Signing the papers for these types of services often is not as pretty as they paint the picture to be. Um, The nice thing about Amazon is it's pretty straightforward, pretty cut and dry. They're going to show you how much money they're going to get. They're going to show you how much interest you're going to have to pay on that, Um, and it's in your account the next day if you accept it. It's not uh, going through all these credit checks and you know signing off your left arm on the last stage of the process. So, really great, really great stuff. So,
1: cool. You want to take us into reason
0: number eight? Sure. Yeah. Uh so for anyone who's out there with uh talking about like thinking of launching new products, this one's for you because launching engaging new products on Amazon is probably the easiest place to do it. Um the great thing about Amazon, as we mentioned before, is it's got the traffic already. And likely, the product that you want to launch or the the other uh, variation of that product you want to launch is probably already on Amazon, to be honest. And someone else is probably selling it, whether it be a crappier version of yours uh, or maybe even a better version. Um, The great thing is with Amazon, you got the data for that. You know how much they're selling. You know how many reviews they have. You know what their image is and their copy looks like. You know what customers are saying about them you know pretty much everything about their product. And and you can really quickly go in and see where your product is gonna fit into that grand scheme of things if you think you can actually take some market share or if you think you can't. And you can gauge to see what the reception of, what, over 150 million Prime customers are thinking of that product. And if they think it's a product that they want and if it's a product that, you know, they're gonna continue to buy. And um, the great thing is you don't need, there's no minimum you have to send into Amazon. You can send as little as, you know a few products into fba and um you can gauge how it works and the nice thing about having it on amazon is it's not quite the same as your site you know when you launch something on your site it's kind of a big deal most people kind of a big deal <laughs> um, yeah. most people uh <laughs> but you're going to want to put a run a campaign behind that you're going to want to show a lot of love on your socials to that new product and if the product's a flop that you know it doesn't look very good on your vetting process if you throw it on Amazon and you sell it for you know two or three months, and it flops, no one's probably gonna notice. Really, to be honest yeah. with you, if you never even put it on your site in that time, very few of your customers are probably gonna notice that you even launched a product. It's almost like a soft launch where you can still yeah. make money on too. Which so it's really it's really great. Um, it's a, we we encourage all of our clients. And a lot of our clients are actually going this route of if they're soft launching a product, uh, to, to hopefully get into their, their full-time lineup of products, they're going the Amazon route right now. And so, um, strongly encourage everyone to do that.
1: Yeah. It's an awesome testing ground. I love it.
0: Yeah. So speaking about that, uh, what's, what's reason nine, I think it's globalizing your brand, which can be, uh, exciting and also very intimidating, uh, to to do really, uh, most of us are trying to still just figure out the basics of selling in a different country. Or Amazon, I mean, there. How many countries are there? In? I think at thirteen marketplaces now, something like that.
1: Yeah, I, I and I think the newest one is uh, what uh, United Arab Emirates. They have a new one that's actually kind of popping yeah. off a little bit right now, right?
0: Which, which is really cool actually about that because that's actually in English. so that's one of the only other marketplaces actually that's in English um, so on a completely different consumer base, a market that's across the world from from the United States here and, and Canada but it's but it is in English. so um, the caveat is you do need to actually have someone who's got their um, their uh, visa there. Um, in that country which is which is a case for most of the things with amazon but one of the great things about amazon is the ability to globalize your brand um with the minor logistical logistical issues of that will come with anything of having to set up uh, you know uh tax filings and um you know raise your entity to the government and and actually have someone locally there representing your company it's very very easy with amazon to instantly globalize your brand with even just a few clicks uh leveraging their their uh, the trust that the brand has amazon globally and and their robust system and logistics system that they've built um it's 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 a great great tool a great resource especially for those brands out there um that know they've got customers, you know, in these different markets. Like, yeah. you know, cu- and we have a client who's who's got, you know, ton of customers out in the UK, and they're just, they're like, well, I don't really know how to reach them. You know, the shipping is going to be absurd. I, I don't have enough customers out there right now to actually set up a warehouse of my own, um, or or kind of set up any kind of like robust system system there. Um, but I, every day, you know, I'm seeing these customers interact with me on TikTok and and, and on Instagram, and, and I want to grow and I want to you know facilitate them um, and, and give them my product. But but I just I just don't know how to do it. Um, and, and you know, Amazon was huge for them. Uh, Amazon was mm-hmm. you know. Instantly ship it for FBA. Few clicks, they're selling in the UK. Um, you know, few clicks there, they can be selling in, in in France, and they can be selling in Italy and Germany. Um, and uh, you know, there's really no other tool out there that has that power, to ability to reach customers, to scale your brand globally, um, to do it at an affordable cost, and and to actually go and grab market share. And to you know, there's chances are that you may be w- one of 500 people trying to sell a keychain in the United States uh, Amazon marketplace or whatever product you're selling chances are you're probably only competing as 5 or 10 people in the UK or Germany so yeah. jumping in there early gaining market share huge huge incentive to get over there
1: Well let's and let's play a little game so amazon.com in the US is obviously the biggest second biggest UK uh, I
0: yeah I think it's the I think it's the UK is the second biggest Yep. And then I think Germany is number three, actually.
1: That's right. Yeah. Number four.
0: What, actually, I don't know number four. Probably.
1: D- .ca. Canada.
0: Is it actually Canada?
1: And number five, and probably yeah. going to pass Canada this year, Japan.
0: Ooh, Japan. Interesting. See, I, I don't even know that, actually. But, you know, I would say probably the one of the biggest plays moving forward is going to be Amazon India. Um, yeah. You know anything with a billion dollar population and from what I know of is uh, Amazon you know India is not quite like uh, China you know the other country with a billion people um, China's already got two or three really robust and awesome marketplaces out there um, and India only has one other one really another one got bought out by Walmart so basically it's you know it's the United States all over again is Amazon versus Walmart for you know the heavy heavyweight championship title um and uh it's gonna see who wins and it's picking up steam uh amazon is doing really good in, Am- in india i'd say watch out like if you want to see a big trend that's gonna happen in the next two or three years amazon india
1: i i'll, I'll say too one other kind of interesting thing i don't know if it's a if it's a good thing or a bad thing but if you have a product in amazon.com and you start selling it in germany amazon.de Uh, Amazon will use their AI to auto translate your listing once. So when you first open up that listing, they will auto translate it. Now that's why I say good and bad it, is AI that is doing the translations for you, so it's not perfect, but it is—it um, gives you some starting point, anyways, for uh, some of those other marketplaces in a different language. We still highly, highly, highly recommend actually getting a, a copywriter in that language to to do the translations and do them properly.
0: Yeah, last thing you want to do is uh, find out you're you're pissing off your customers because you're insulting them with your title when uh, yeah. Yeah. you're just trying to trying to sell your brand. No, with anything like going global, um, there's a lot there's a lot of factors to consider, and a lot of factors that Amazon's never going to be able to to help you with with your brand when you're going global Um, but certainly it's the easiest way in today's age and probably going to be continuing to stay the easiest way in today's age to to globalize your brand so so very very interesting stuff so yep all right that's that's nine reasons so far yeah um marty i think we're on our last one here yeah
1: uh, i'm (laughs) gonna be a little anti- I'm going to be a little anticlimactic with it too, is because we, we kind of already talked about it and that's controlling your brand. I, I really kind of blew it out of the water earlier and, and talked exactly all my talking points when we were talking about growing your brand, but controlling your brand. If you're not going to sell on Amazon, somebody else is going to sell for you. I kind of talked with it um, during, what was it, point 0.3 or 0.4? Um, I think it was point, right off
0: the bat, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Marty's so, really big at controlling your brand, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, I, I you know what, I am I, I get really excited, and I guess I just want to, like, talk about all the points right at the start. But that's it. It's If you don't want to control it, then somebody else will. We talked about Pandora. Nike no longer uh, sells directly on Amazon, but there's a whole bunch of wholesalers out there that will list their products. So um, if you're not doing it, somebody else will. And it's, it, that's the, you know, one of the biggest things with Amazon, you got to control
0: that. Exactly. And, and to be honest with you guys, this is not just an Amazon thing. This is going to continue to be a, 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 a marketplace thing in general. That's, yeah. The fact of the matter is marketplaces have the most money. They have the most sway and they have the most customers in front of them. Walmart's growing steam. eBay still continues to grow. And then there's, there's, there's all these global marketplaces out there that, uh, that we don't talk about, that are not necessarily uh, huge here in North America yet, but they're growing in in foreign markets and Ultimately money wins and you know these marketplaces are going to continue to get customers and customers are continue to go on there to find your brand. Um, so if your brand's not, not on there from yourself, someone else is going to put it on there because the demand is going to be there for it. Um, so you need to actually invest some time, you need to invest some money, and you need to invest some of your thinking to putting how am I going to control my brand even if it's only just to make sure other people don't list your brand. Don't allow all the hard work that you do to grow your brand image and your brand voice to be uh, cut down by someone who just bought your brand at some wholesale store and decided to list it on there uh, to make an extra $5. So yep. really, really important stuff there. Um, so that's 10 reasons. So, we, Yeah, we that easy, that. right, yeah. Jeff?
1: You just have to be there and, <laughs> and put your listing up and, and have people come to it and, and bada boom, bada bang, your revenue increases, right?
0: Pretty much, honestly, no. So it's uh, it's uh, it's not, it's not that easy. Um, Amazon is easy. Don't, you know, I would say in compared to other marketplaces, don't get intimidated. It's probably one of the easier places to put your product. But just like anything, um, it's easy to get started. It's hard to master it. Yep. Um, and mastering it is where the big wins are going to come from in this in this marketplace and. Um, you know luckily you guys have a you guys have you know a great team with with Marty and I on this podcast here um, we, we've been through it we've gone through it, all the mistakes we understand what was going on with Amazon and we have our ear to ground of any all the changes that occur for Amazon to help you kind of guide you through that jungle yep
1: reach out anytime uh, I'm Marty at SwissStart.com. you're Jeff, Jeff. at SwissStart.com. Jeff with the yep. G
0: geoff yes is my yep. name so <laughs> well great guys that's that's it for this episode so uh you know if you liked it make sure to leave us a review i know it's this is one of our first episodes but uh we'd love to hear from you and what we what would you like to hear from us and um we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one
1: yeah you know my favorite part of these first episodes we've done is jeff what? they're perfect timing that i'm done my beer just as we're uh, logging off
0: <laughs> you drink a lot faster than me because I still have like seventy five percent left. <laughs> well, I mean, I
1: I am you know what you would consider a heavyweight drinker, and I think you're probably a little bit of a lightweight drinker, right?
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll have to see. One, maybe one day we'll do a drinking questions one, and we'll we'll see what, how that ends up.
1: I love just maybe shots. We'll do ten reasons and do a shot every reason. See how it ends up at the end.
0: <laughs> not good. I will probably not make it to the tenth reason. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Well,
1: uh cool. thank you for joining us and uh till the next time.